on this week's episode in honor of Father's Day, we are joined by Christian Kirk, star wide receiver from the Arizona Cardinals, and his father, Evan Kirk. We're going to do some Suns talk, some Fitz talk, some Jersey talk with Christian Kirk. Uh, Phoenix Suns in four guy. We're going to talk about it. Father's Day, Father's Day expectations. If anybody's curious with if, what Rip expects out of Father's Day, uh, we're going to find out on this episode. Rex of the Week. It's a great episode. Enjoy. This episode of One Star Recruits is brought to you by Linked Phone. If you're a small business owner and tired of giving out your personal number to clients, you have to check out Linked Phone. Linked Phone provides local and toll-free business numbers that work where you work. Turn your personal cell phone into a work phone with the Linked Phone mobile app. It creates a dedicated second number so you can talk and text with clients on the go. Break free from the desk phone and go mobile at Linked Phone Freedom Rings. Linked Phone is offering an exclusive 30-day free trial for our listeners at linkedphone.com slash one star. If you're an entrepreneur, get on it. Get on it early. Rip, a lot of listeners have been hitting us up with uh, wanting to get Link Phone. There are a lot of small business owners, Seymour in Utah, uh, Nick B in Arizona, and then a lot of real estate agents. You know, David White, people do not want to have two phones, and this is a, a great idea. You know, so, uh, you know, where, where can they get more information if, if you want to take your two phones down to one? I'm glad you asked, DK, because this is the perfect product for every entrepreneur out there. And this is what the 30 day free trial is for. If you go to linkphone.com slash one star, you get a month to get all those questions answered while trying out the product. It's the best of both worlds. Check it out. Linkphone.com slash one star. Let's go. Go. This is Christian Kirk from One Star Recruits. Appreciate you having me on. Everybody take care and God bless. This is Evan Kirk or One Star Recruits. Happy Father's Day to all you awesome dads out there. Let's go. Yo, aloha. Welcome to the One Star Recruits podcast. I'm DK, joined as always by my best friend of 25 years. Happy Father's Day, Rip, and happy anniversary. Thanks, man. It's a crazy month in my house, a crazy week, but I'm glad uh, we're here together like usual, being consistent every week. You should get that tattooed on your on your on your tramp stamp area on your lower back. Hashtag consistency. No hashtag, just the clean consistency. <laughs> that would be the worst it. tattoo of all time. The great pool look, you know, and then it put our yeah, our baby put the one star on your jersey shirt, but tattooed on your body like a jersey shirt. So you uh, know, in old English, I'm down. You won't have to get any merch at www.onestarrecruits.com anymore. You can just uh, just get, be ready for the pool. Nice plug, man. I love it. Ready for the summer. So happy anniversary. What? Okay. I, here, let's make Rip uncomfortable. What are your anniversary plans? You out of nowhere told me that you're going to lunch, which sounds like uh, probably a standard anniversary for parents of, of two young kids. But yeah, it's, uh, it, it's year number seven. So it's not like a golden one or a five or a 10 or whatever. So Kevin Johnson, very important. It's Kevin Johnson, man. It's very important year, seven. It's Kevin Johnson anniversary. It's still very special. Every year is special. Uh, marks a milestone. But yeah, I mean, we, it's a Monday. We, we actually had time to go out to lunch, grab some ice cream after. It's a beautiful day here in Long Beach. And then life hits you, man. We got, uh, we got the kid pickup at three o'clock. We got uh, t-ball practice and we got swim practice at six. So Where'd you go? Slow it down. Where'd you go to lunch? Was it romantic? Actually, a great restaurant out here in Long Beach. Yeah, it's called Noble Bird Restaurant at PCH and Second, and uh, they have views over Ooh, out yeah, to the bay in Long Beach. Uh, yeah, <laughs> good views, good sandwiches, nice fresh organic uh, chicken, good stuff, man. Oh, so you did a nice little anniversary. What? And your, it sounds like your expectations were fully met. Then, how about your wife's? It's totally cool. We both signed off. Amazing, amazing anniversary lunch. 
High five. I think so. Yeah, I think she was happy because I mean, anytime we both have to work on a Monday, and you know, you're 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 able to get a couple hours in there with your with your spouse is a big win. And I'll grab yeah. some flowers, and uh, you know, she'll be happy. The, okay, nice relationship corner with Rip. How about you know what I I was uh I was last week I was staying near the Long Beach Airport. A couple things that I was very impressed with. I don't know if you've been the LBX complex, the food court complex. I love it. I love that place. Oh, you're a big fan of it. I didn't know. You never brought me there before. But rip. Um, second thing. Oh, Handel's ice cream. When you said ice cream, I remembered it. That the line was nuts. Have you hit it yet? Handel's H like eight like like grab the door handle. No, I haven't been to Handel's. What flavors you get? I didn't go. The line was too big. Oh, uh, okay. I went to uh, the panini kebab. We got some baklava and some soup. Panini kebabs, another one. I was there two weeks ago. Long Beach has so many options, bro. Southern so California. In general. Did you, you ever go inside the LBX? So it's kind of like a like a bunch of different food options inside. Kind of, it looks like an airplane hangar, I suppose. Yeah, that's the LBX airplane hangar themed area. Yeah, they got a ton in there. They got a ton outside. It's good stuff, man. It's like I heard you on a podcast this week saying that Los Angeles and the surrounding area is the number one uh, eating city in the world. Yeah, it's because of reasons like that. It was I never been there. I never went that past the airport on that road to get to that area. I was I was telling my wife we pulled up and I was like, oh cool. There's a what did I get excited about? Oh, there's a Starbucks and there's a, a Habit Burger right by the hotel. And I said, oh, that's awesome. You know, Starbucks you're excited about. And then I turned the corner. I was like, holy shit, this is the mecca of food options. Bro, uh, yeah, you got you got it. Next time you come in, man, to Long Beach, I'll pick you up and we'll hit that area because you could go there twenty times and not hit the same place. There's a ton of options, right? Yeah, you got to take some of our guests there when they come in to do uh, to do any pod stuff with you. Let, okay, let's get right into it. Um, you know what's back, Rip? Uh, combat seems to be back in a major way this weekend. I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you and the listeners with some some stuff. But tell me, tell me if you co-sign on combat being being hot. Okay. Let's start with just a TikTok and YouTuber boxing match. This is just for starters. So this happened. I didn't see watch too much into it, but I saw some clips. Very entertaining. We had uh, we had former Laker Lamar Odom and uh, Aaron Carter in a boxing match. Also very entertaining. Kind of like watching a car accident. Entertaining, but very entertaining. We have uh, we got our guy Nate Diaz in the two hundred nine. I'm out here in the nine two five right now. Uh, Stockton. I could literally probably hit a pitching wedge and uh and get to from here and i could feel the nate diaz army energy uh out here in northern california i know they felt it in arizona uh even though he took the l combat fully back I, i'm gonna keep going because i can this is just this weekend we got the sons in ford uh mame lord totally taking over the world right now uh combat though we got what else i I'm, should i keep going or should i stop i, I got the brooklyn nets versus lower bodies okay I got the Joker winding up and and getting kicked out of games. Let's start there, Rip. Let's let's it, just. Am I right? Is combat first? Is combat hotter than ever? Does it seem like? It sounds like a crazy weekend for combat. I mean, I I don't know that combat ever went out. I think everything just kind of came together this weekend. Even Jokic is usually pretty subdued. He he got his his anger out on on Cameron Payne's nose and 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 supposedly the ball, but. Yeah, man, it's back. It's back. I don't think yeah, it ever left. Maybe we should take advantage. Maybe we should do a, a rip first Nas boxing match at the LBX at the LBX uh, hangar. Who's gonna watch that? Who's gonna watch that, man? Put it. Man, have to put it on social. I've seen Nas has a mean backhand tennis game. He's, he's fairly athletic. 
You even know. Uh, even our statistician Winston uh, had some combat this morning, right? I mean, you're yeah. He lost a little bit of a dudes. nail. He lost a little bit of a nail, and there was some blood involved. But you know, I think that's what the people want now. So we're gonna we'll, we might have to put that on the side burner if this this shows its face. Uh, maybe that's a cash corner pickup. We'll look we'll look into anyway. Let's talk. We're both excited about the Phoenix Suns. Um, this podcast has grown. We've actually grown in places that we didn't expect, and we're still have our lovely fans in Phoenix, but. I think rather than getting too excited, I think we're going to be talking Phoenix Suns for the next month and a half. Rip is what I want to say. We're yeah. going to at least touch on it in every episode, even after they lose, because we, we haven't got to talk about them a lot in the last 10 years. So we're, we're making up for lost time. Yeah, we are. So that was an incredible win. I think that the, what, what gave me the feelings, what gave me the Ray Lewis moment, I always look for in teams who go on to win championships early on, emotional things that could help drive this high level of competition even to a higher one um and i think monty williams brought that and you felt the energy at the end of this game this sweep uh sons and four you know all hands on deck for whoever the next team is but if chris paul can keep doing that and get healthy unless tyloo comes in or unless you know this utah jazz comes in and they got a scheme to stop that mid-range jumper which is just the the kill shot that's the cheat code in in nba 2k right I mean, just imagine how much practice went into perfecting that. I mean, and he kind of said it after the game and he kind of caught himself because I think Mike Haynes or Chris Haynes had asked him, he said, he asked him something about the mid range game. And Chris Paul said, yeah, a couple of years ago, these defenses went into a certain mode. And I noticed that there was a hole right there for me to, for me to snap into. And that's what he did. He practiced that shot more and more and he's got it down. I mean, he had 25 points in the second half, Chris Paul. Amazing. If you could get to that spot just right of the of the block there and you got an open look, that's a money shot. So and it's actually a difficult shot. A lot of you know, unless you play, you don't know. But that 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 mid range shot sometimes is tougher than a three point shot because there's oh, always really? bodies. I challenge you. I challenge you to best of 10 going right, going right from that same spot. I challenge you all videotape it from uh, a court near me. You videotape it from a court near you. Uh, I bet you I can hit 75% from that spot. Oh, I'll, I'll definitely take the under on that. You got to beat me on the court. All right, we'll keep that. We'll maybe post that on social. Anything else with the Suns you want to get off your chest? Is Gary in Phoenix? I know he's pumped up. I saw a picture of him getting all his favorite snacks ready for game four. He had a Snickers and he had all his favorite stuff. Um, We're all fired up, man. I actually, I told you I got goosebumps in that post game, seeing about a thousand Suns fans behind Chris Paul during his post game interview. On the road in Denver, we had about a thousand strong, and CP just he they were chanting MVP, and you could hear it during the whole interview. It was amazing. I, I got goosebumps being on the road because that did that hasn't happened for the Suns in a long time, and you really should have gotten more MVP votes. Yeah, for sure. And our guy Washburn, who was at the game at the Pepsi Center, uh, sent us some pictures. But the first thing he said, well, two things. He said the rapper the rapper is here from Phoenix, who is outside rapping. If you've ever been to Phoenix Suns games, he's there at every game. Uh, he was also in Denver, but he said he's never seen Phoenix representing in Denver like that. And this is, we've been going to Cardinals games in Denver for years, Rip, and it's like a sea of orange to our little red shirts. So um, shout out to Phoenix fans. Keep it up. Keep rolling. We have such an awesome kind of Phoenix episode and an NFL kickoff, I think is 80 some odd days away. I can tell you one thing. Uh, Christian Kirk may be out in West Hollywood training, getting ready for the season, but he's focused. He's focused 
Uh, usually we have some fun on this podcast, Rip. I felt like Christian's already honing in on the season, which was amazing for Cardinals fans. I think they're going to really love that. What are you most excited, Rip, about this kind of supercharged AZ offense and this supercharged AZ team? What gets you pumped up, Rip? I mean, obviously we got J.J. Watt now, so him and him pairing up with Chandler Jones and Marcus Golden is going to give any opposing quarterback fits. But how could you not be more excited about this wide receiver group than anything? I mean, A.J. Green coming in. A solid vet, borderline Hall of Famer stat-wise. He's got DeAndre there, the number one guy. Then we got Kirk and the rookie Rondell Moore. And Fitz hasn't even said, I try to get it out of CK, whether he's coming back or not. It's still to be determined, but Fitz is still good. He still never drops a pass. So if we get those five plus a couple depth guys, I mean, it's got to be the best core in the league. Yeah, and K1 with another offseason, and I think he'll come in looking like uh, probably a, a- – a quarterback who had a nice offseason under his belt. I'm pumped up. I really enjoyed having Evan on and and thank you to Jacory for for setting this up. Jacory was a prior guest on our on our show uh, on our Mark Andrews episode rip. So thanks Jacory for connecting the dots for us. Uh, we have a Father's Day interview with Evan and Christian Kirk. Enjoy. Now joining the One Star Recruits podcast, in honor of Father's Day, we have our first ever father-son combo. Two Arizona guys, two successful men, and some great examples of guys to root for in life. Evan Kirk and his son, Arizona Cardinals wide receiver Christian Kirk. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. I'm good. Thanks for coming on One Star Recruits. And Evan, I want to start off with you because Father's Day is coming up here, and it's so cool to see so many dads involved with their kids in sports, whether it's coaching or just being present. And I know you coach CK, and you and your wife, Melissa, have always been there for, for him and his sisters. And every parent, I think, with kids playing sports at one point or another compares their, their kids' abilities to other kids they see out there on the field. When did you first think to yourself that we might have something special here? Was there an early aha moment that you remember? You know, the, the, and the crazy thing about me and Christian and this whole football journey and things like that, I, I never really had any expectations. Um, you know, football for me has always been, you know, if you lack of a better term, recreational, whatever the case may be. But um, my vision for Christian is always life after those activities, whatever it may be. So as he's growing and developing and things like that, uh, I've always, um, you know, just parented him um, to, to be the young man uh, that I've always kind of envisioned him to be because uh, Christian being the, 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 the first in me and Melissa's, you know, life as building a family and things like that. Um, I vowed, you know, I, this is my second marriage and things. And I just vowed that um, I was going to be the best father to him that I could be. And so um, he, he was subjected to uh, real life immediately situations and I shared real life stories with him and so on and so forth. So it was that kind of that, the outside, inf- you know what I mean? Coaches and things like that. Like, Hey, you know, Christian could be this and Christian could be that. And it's like, you know, that's all great and dandy, but I'm focusing on Christian, be the best football player that you can be, give it a hundred percent, do this, do that. If he had those ambitions, because 
this is Christian's goal. I, before he strapped on uh, football pads, I looked at him and told him, I said, this is your program. It's not mine. I'm not going to live my life vicariously through you or whatever the case may be. And, but, you know, whatever you start, you're going to finish, you're going to give it hundred percent, you know, all those, that, that foundation. And that's how I nurtured him. And, and really actually it's right about the, the eighth grade year and things like that is when you start to see that. And there's again, the, just the outside influence and, and uh, things like that, that just like, all right, well, you know, he could be that potential, you know, football player. That's an amazing answer. And, and I know, you know, before those eighth grade years, and I know he got on with coach Jason and the Argonauts pretty early, but yep. I'm, I'm at that earlier stage. I have a four-year-old and I just finished coaching his T-ball team. So we're just kind of starting out. Sure. Do you have any tips uh, for moms and dads of young kids out there as far as sports goes and maybe a lesson you learned when he was young, like really young, just to have fun or something that kind of still applies. Yeah. Yeah. Me and, me and Melissa, you know, Again, when Christian was born and we knew we were going to start having children, our, our goal was just we were going to have our children uh, be involved in some sort of activity, right? You know, sports. And I told Christian, I'm saying, I don't care if you play tiddlywinks, you're going to do something, right? You know, you're not going to just sit in front of a video game and, 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 and be that person. I, I wanted him to experience um, all types of sports and so on and so forth and, and nurture that. We, we, his first sport was uh, T-ball and he was out there playing, you know, chasing butterflies and whatnot. And it's it, so, I mean, he, it's kind of like he had ADD and, but he started it. And I was like, you know, midway through, he's like, dad, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm like, well, what we start, we got to finish. So he finished that. And it's like, let's find something that, you know, you want to do. And he, he, he fell in and, and start playing football. That was it. And he didn't, he didn't want to play flag. He immediately wanted to start out in tackle. So I put him in tackle and he enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a grind. It was new to him. And, and that's all we did. We just nurtured whatever they wanted to do. Um, again, based on the, the, the core values that we've established as a Kirk family. Um, and, you know, just let him do his thing. Let him find his love and passion. That's what we did. So, Evan, I know, you know, you talked about coaching. You were one of... Christian's first coaches and teaching him the game. And I look at sports like tennis, where parent-coach relationships, they continue at the pro level uh, far into someone's career, if not the whole career. That That's very rarely the case in the big four leagues across you know the states. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you've raised a pro's pro, but what do your coaching conversations look like with Christian these days? Yeah. And what are some of the challenges of just kind of being a fan at times, too? You know, when we when Christian started again, he started very young. I snuck him on a team at five. Yeah, I was a different dad, right? Christian really wanted to play. He wasn't six. You know, the minimum age was six. He was five. And we started out in NYS and uh, got him signed up. NYS kept calling. And I was like, you know, I'm sorry. I forgot his birth certificate, whatever. Uh, and again, he found this passion and. Uh, the head coach at that time, his son was a little bit older than Christian, so he moved on, and the, the team got kind of thrown in my lap. Uh, and, he, you know, the three or four seasons that I coached him, uh, you could just see his progression and how good he was. And 
So I was like, all right, we need to 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 move you and, and get you into Pop Warner competitive, right? Um, because I, it was a measuring stick for him. It's like, look, it's not a measuring stick to see how bad. It's just to see where you measure where the best of the best. And so I put him on a team. Uh, the other thing, again, as a family is we wanted our children to be independent. So I didn't want Christian to to ever get to wherever he was wherever this football journey would take him because of, you know, he's only here because his dad, he's only here because his dad, this and that. So even though I coached on the team, I didn't coach Christian directly. And I did that on purpose. I wanted him to have the confidence of his own that he would be where he is because he did it on his own. He had the confidence, right? And the security and he worked his butt off and, and so on and so forth. So that was just, that's, that's just, that's just me. Now on the way home and stuff like, you know what I mean? You know, we'd have conversations and he'd ask me questions about his performance and I'd give him, you know, my input or whatever. And then he digested however he wanted to digest it and move on from there. Confidence is high in the Kirk family. CK, confidence is high in the Valley of the Sun, baby. Phoenix Suns are in the Western Conference Finals. It feels so good to say that. Uh, can I? Am I going to see you courtside with Fitz? I think me and along with a million other people that he knows is texting him to see if they can sit courtside with him. So I try to, I try to leave him alone. I was at uh, Game Three the other night and uh, up with some of the some of the guys in the suite. You know, they're supporting. Um, you know, the Suns, and it's just like you said, it's just really good to see them, you know, having success. And, you know, it's a little bit of motivation, you know, for our side too, you know, just seeing uh, the Valley, you know, rally around these guys. And, you know, when when Arizona, you know, sports is hot, you know, everybody's all in and, and behind them. And so, you know, it's just, uh, like I said, it's it's amazing to see what they're doing. You know, they deserve it. You know, they, they've been playing such good basketball and, the talent and the type of character that they have is, um, you know, you, you're, you're not surprised at the end of the day for, for what they're doing. But um, like I said, for us, just a little bit piece of motivation. Yeah, straight up, man. I was also uh, last series at the Lakers. And what I was most excited about was um, seeing the Phoenix Suns uh, fans overtake the Lakers fans. Denver, you know, uh, I, I got some good picks last night. It's nice to see the Valley Nation spreading. I think you guys had a lot to do with that, with what you're doing with the Cardinals. So, so thanks for representing. Uh, you know, let's talk a little bit. I think in that suite, you had some rookies with you. Um, we're deep at wide receiver now with this Arizona Cardinals squad. And uh, you've had some great mentors. We mentioned Fitz. Uh, now is your opportunity to be a mentor. You're, you were a second round guy. We got more. He's a second round guy. Talk to us a little bit about kind of that. You're in a contract year. So it, I think it gives you a great opportunity not only to do some leadership, but also uh, ready for CK to uh, kind of take the next, next level. Talk to us about uh, leadership, mentorship, and uh, you balling out this year. It's just kind of, for me, it feels like it's, it's gone by fast just because uh, I've always been the young guy in the room. Um, but now, you know, I'm the longest tenured, you know, Arizona Cardinal in that, in that room, you know, going into wow. my fourth year and, yeah, it's, it's crazy to think, you know, obviously there's guys older than me, but, you know, being with the organization and being the team, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the oldest one in there and the one who's been around the longest. And so uh, just, just, I mean, leadership's not something that's foreign to me. Uh, I just kind of always naturally uh, have, have seen myself just kind of slide into that role, you know, with the teams that I've been on, you know, I was a, a team captain three years when I was at Saguaro and, 
uh, a captain, you know, as well. I was at Texas A&M and, you know, I just, uh, I like taking care of people, you know, especially people that, you know, I'm invested in and, and, and love. And so uh, I view all my teammates like that and, and I'm always going to do whatever I can to, to bring the best out of them. And so that's, that's all, you know, as a leader, that's all I want to do is just bring the best out of people and, you know, whether it's, you know, getting on them and, you know, giving them a little bit of, of, of hard criticism, you know, some, some people respond to that and some people respond to just, you know, you know, being loved on and, and, and you got to just be aware and know who, you know, who you're around and, you know, what your teammates, you know, character traits are and, and try to, try to, you know, work with them to bring the best out of them. So, you know, I'm excited to, uh, you know, just kind of move up the ranks a little bit and, you know, just feeling really good going into this year, you know, mentally and physically, uh, this is my first healthy off season that I've had, um, not having to worry about, you know, recovering from anything and just being able to hit it full steam ahead. And so just uh, excited, you know, where I'm at personally and where we're at, you know, as a team. Did you but, just break some news right there? I know you said you're the longest tenured guy in the room. Uh, is number 11, uh, you, you trying to tell us something? Ah. <laughs> he's, I mean, technically he's not in the room right now. So ah. <laughs> comes back for his, he, doesn't, he hasn't been in the room. So just making sure, uh, just making sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah Rip's, <laughs> always, Rip's always double checking CK. Hey, I know, right? <laughs> you, have, uh, you have a lot of love and respect from Cardinals fans, from Valley fans, um, from Arizona fans as a whole. We've been watching you since high school. Uh, Evan, we know the work you've done in kind of high school football. CK, let's, let's get the Cardinal fans a little bit excited. We've gotten progressive. We've gotten better each year that you've been here. Still no playoffs, though. So just talk to us. Let's talk to Cardinal Nation about just for a minute about why this is the year that it changes. I have my thoughts. I think this is the year. Uh, but I want to hear it from you. Well, I think number one, it's uh, it's a mentality thing. I think we have the mentality. We have the confidence now. Um, we have enough leaders in the room, a lot of seasoned vets. And, you know, we just have all the pieces to get it done. Uh, you know, the, a lot of people forget about it. Um, but professional sports is the highest level for a reason. And it's not easy to win games at any tennis, soccer, basketball, uh, whatever you're playing. You know, it's it's the highest level for the re- for a reason. And uh, I didn't realize that uh, until, you know, my rookie year. And, you know, we had a, a, an unfortunate year. We went 3-13. and 13, But I just didn't realize, you know, the games that we won. You know, it, it feels great you won. But you sit back, you're like, that was, you know, each week it was just as hard to win. And it is – but it's just as easy to lose. You know, it's it's one mistake. And uh, the margin for error is, is just so small. And so uh, I, I feel like as a team, you know, we have a really good core of – of young players who have been together for a couple of seasons now that, you know, have been through a lot, have, have, you know, we've, we've lost the games that we shouldn't have lost. And, you know, we've pulled some, some games out that maybe we shouldn't have won. You know, we got, had a hail Mary last year, you know, just going, going through, you know, different things like that. You know, it's, it's, you, you learn something every game. And so, um, you know, I, I, I definitely believe, you know, we have the guys to, to make that, that playoff push. And, you know, we're uh, as a, as a team, you know, our mentality is we're, we're, you know, ex- accepting nothing less than, than to make the, the playoffs. Let's go, Redbirds. Thank you, man. Hey, uh, Christian, you talked about having a fully healthy offseason and ready to go for the next year. I know you're pretty big on nutritional drinks. You know, our go-to here is Athletic Greens. You know, we add water to the mix and you shake it up and you get to go. When mm-hmm. you were with the Aggies, you added beef liver to your smoothies. Uh, and I think something that you learned from researching Andre Ward. So kind of two-parter here. One, Evan, did you ever try that with him? And two, Christian, are you still taking those? 
And what other nutritional tips do you have for, for one stars like us? All right. So I'm going to answer the first question. Uh, no, I've never tried the liver. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do protein shakes for sure. Uh, you know, kind of same thing back in the day. I talked to Christian about that. And like, you know, when you get to this point in your life and your age and things like that, you know, these are the nutritions that you need to get in your body to develop and so on and so forth. But uh, I'm not a liver guy. So uh, yeah, I did that. That didn't settle well with me. <laughs> Andre Ward, Oakland's finest though. CK, you're on that liver shake. What is it? Um, so Andre uh, came to Texas A&M and, um, he was, uh, he, he came in and talked to us, you know, really good, you know, mentality coach and just the way he approaches certain things and, um, you know, going into a fight and whatnot, just, just really, really just a, a, an incredible guy. And so um, I, uh, at the time, everybody knew that I was a, a health nut. And so uh, he pulled me off to the side and, you know, we were talking and whatnot and just kind of sharing thoughts and he was telling me he's like yeah man um you know when i'm getting ready for a fight uh he's like i i i drink these liver these liver shakes but he he was a little a little crazier than me he would just take it as like a shooter so he would just kind of you know puree and then shoot it back oh. by itself and i was like i don't know if i can do that but i'll find a way to you know get it in there and, and get you know some of the vitamins and nutrients that um you know comes from it and so i went to the store and um, pureed it, cooked it a little bit, pureed it, and kept it in my fridge. And then I just put a little scoop in, uh, in my shakes. And, uh, I told our nutritionist at the time that I was doing it and he was blown away. And so he's like, well, I can, you know, help you out and, you know, post, post-workout and post-practice if you want it, you know, we'll, we'll make it here for you. So, uh, they ended up taking a picture of it and posted it on Twitter. And that's how it went, you know, viral and everybody started asking me about it. And so, um, it's just, I, I'm always just trying to find a, a, a way to get one step up or, you know, just for me to feel like, you know, something's better in me. And so, uh, I, I still do it from time to time. Uh, you know, obviously we have a, a, a great nutrition staff, you know, with the Cardinals, but when I'm at home and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little more sore than I usually am, you know, I'll work it in there just to, to help out with the soreness and the, you know, anti, and the anti-inflammatory. And so, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm just a, I'm, I'm a health nut and, you know, just, it, it works for me. We need a Phoenix restaurant to add it to the menu with the, the Christian Kirk smoothie, man. I think it'll be a huge hit. Gotta get on. I, have, I have to go work it in. Yeah. I was going to say one of, one of the other reasons why is, is, you know, when Christian was younger and 10, right about 10, 11 years old, I used to always use the analogy. You don't put regular gas in a Ferrari, do you? So you got to take care of your body. You're 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 a, you're a high performance machine. So you have to put good food and things like that in your body. Premium. You, you need that premium fuel. Premium. You need premium. Premium. Right? Exactly. I think Rip had cheese. It's for breakfast this morning. <laughs> <laughs> low salt. Low salt. We end every interview with a segment we call one star to five star because we're one stars. We're trying to become five stars like the both of you. We want to get your both of your takes on a handful of things that kind of run the gamut on a one to five star scale with one being the worst and five being the best. You guys ready? Yep. All right, Evan, I'm going to start with you. I know you've been in the auto detailing game a long time, I think over 30 years. So I'm relying on you for a five star tip here because starting summer, it's already 115 in Arizona. We all want our cars looking the best. I, I just washed my minivan yesterday with soap and water. Uh, what? Give me a five-star pro tip 
for getting the best shine on any car? Is it, is it that clay bar? Uh, clay bar just removes the contaminant. The best thing to maintain, especially here in Arizona, is uh, deionized water. Don't use, uh, you know, your hose and things like that because it has too many dissolved solids in it, so on and so forth. Uh, don't use dish detergent soap. Use, you know, any type of car wash level soap, whether it be Meguiar's and, and things like that. Uh, and then after you're done washing it and shamming it off and things like that, um, then just use uh, uh, like a spray wax or something like that. Polish the paint up and then you're, you're good to go. And you'll have, mm. a five star, you'll have a five-star car wash. Very, very simple. You know, very, very simple. What's the, very simple. Uh, what's, the what, what's the website real fast? Where can we find the, the, uh, the auto detail shop at? Uh, it's uh, it's kind of long, but it's uh, distinctly different. DCAZ.com. Okay, distinctly we'll put that. We'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, so distinctly know. different. DCAZ.com. CK, this one's for you. You're heading into your fourth season, as we mentioned. But I want to bring it back to when you were a rookie, because every player in the league gets that one star welcome to the league moment. It can happen on or off the field. What was that moment for you when it, you kind of felt like a one star? <laughs> uh, I mean, it happens to every rookie, but beginning at training camp, we all have to do our rookie performances. Uh, and so I had to, I had to get up and, and sing. I, I'm trying to think of what song. I think I sang a Chris Brown song. It was just it, it was one of one of those things where you get up there, you just kind of black out and just, you know, just kind of go with it. But. All I remember is, you know, they were clapping with me for a little bit, and then I messed up one of the words, and I got booed off the stage real, real quick. <laughs> that's, that's a one-star uh, moment for sure. It's probably on YouTube out there somewhere. <laughs> what's the hardest you've been hit? In my whole career or? NFL you know, career. Those guys hit a little different, I would imagine. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah I've taken some good licks. Uh, hardest I've been hit, probably my rookie year, it was third down. I took a – I had a tunnel screen, and – uh, we were playing Seattle, and I went to go kind of put my 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 shoulders down for for the first down, and then all I remember was me kind of waking up off the ground, and it's real blurry, my head spinning, and I see Bobby Wagner standing over me, and yeah, you know, he's that, mean. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he's yeah. mean. All right, I'm gonna switch gears a second. Uh, something else we talk about on this podcast a lot is food because we all love it. This is for both of you because you've both been in Arizona for a long time. DK's favorite place to eat is uh, Ted's Hot Dogs in his home downtown of Tempe down there. What's what's the five star restaurant in the city that that has always been the go to for the Kirk family? I think our, I think both of ours is the same answer. It might be Zips, Zips Sports Bar and Grill. What's the order, what's the order there? What's the healthy order there, CK? Well, there, there, oh, there, there really isn't. That's the reason why it's five star. <laughs> yeah. It's a cheat day. The cheat day. Chris, right? Christian only. Christian only goes there. Uh, you know, well, yeah, mainly during the off season. Um, I have been a, uh, believe it or not, I've been a detailer for the owners of Zips, uh, the Goldman family, for probably well over 15, 20 years. Uh, that's actually how I met them as I was detailing cars and their son, uh, Mark Goldman, uh, came out and uh, asked me to clean his car. And uh, because I was doing another client and I would go every week. And, and actually, when we talk about work ethic, Christian was coming out with me when he was in kindergarten because we couldn't afford uh, daycare and things like that. And I'm trying to build my business. Melissa's, you know, I mean, we're all just coming up. And so in the summertime, I take Christian to work with me. 
And so it got to the point where I went to Mark and I said, you know what, instead of you paying me, if if I could just have lunch, just pay me a lunch. I don't care what you do. Just pay me a lunch. And so we would go in after we got done, me and Christian would go in and have lunch and then we go, you know, go on our days. So it's just been a long time, you know, thing for us. But the wings are good. Christian likes to you like the Monaco focaccia, Christian, right? Oh, this is a good one. Focaccia and the golden buffalo wings. Yeah. Golden buffalo, that's the honey mustard, right? Oh, those are nice, man. Zips, shout out, shout out to Zips, man. We're going to shout out to Zips. (laughs) Last one. I want to talk jerseys real quick. CK, I know you did a jersey swap with uh, Kyle Allen, another Arizona guy. When you look across all sports, who is one male and one female athlete whose jersey you don't have in your collection that you might want to add? And it could be any sport. Ooh, female definitely. uh, And I, I, I actually saw her not too long ago, but female definitely got to get Diana Taraz's jersey. Yes. Um, for sure. This is a hard question. I like this question, though. That's a good one. Nas is hoping you pick a tennis player. Nas is ready to get Federer's uh, <laughs> back. Hey, that, w- that would be a really good jersey to grab as well. Don't, don't feed him answers. Ah. <laughs> All right, PK, time's up. What's your jersey, my man? <laughs> You know, actually, I know. I need a, I need a Devin Booker jersey too. Ooh, I need, I need low-hanging uh, fruit. Playoff, I need a playoff Devin Booker jersey. That's the one that. I <laughs> there need. you go. Here's what there else. Here's is. what else you need too, because I got this. I know you got a clothing line, and I actually want you to shout that out for uh, Father's Day. I saw the uh, shirt with the with the Sedona picture. It looks like I need that yeah. in an XL, by the way. But um, <laughs> I love that Warren Lotus collab, the Valley of the Sun D Book stuff. Did you get your hands on any of that gear? That that is hot. Yeah, uh, that's why I didn't get my hands on any of it because uh, <laughs> it went out real quick. You got to get a, a Phoenix Suns uh, Christian Kirk collab. Tell us a little bit about your clothing label uh, moving into Father's Day. Can we get uh, can we get some of that for uh, for for a gift? It's uh, Air Libre. It's uh, the street that I grew up on, and uh, cool. you know, just one of the clothing's kind of just been one of the things that you know I have a you know a passion for and. You know, not not alone just clothing. I just you know have a a little bit of a creative gene that I like to express, and um, clothing is one way that you know I found myself to or had the opportunity to to start this and and just being able to to express uh, you know what I had, and so it was really you know been a really good opportunity, and, and it's been you know a lot of fun doing, and so just uh, looking to build you know off of the the, the first collection has been. Um, you know, going really well and just, uh, you know, had, had tons of really good feedback from everyone. So looking to just build on top of that and keep growing the brand. I love it. We'll get it all in the show notes. Well, happy Father's Day. Evan, you're an amazing parent. Sounds like you have a great partner and your family is just tons of lessons for everybody out there. We want to shout out to Corey for uh, doing this intro. Christian, we're so excited about the future. Uh, we'll keep an eye. I mean, the Valley is hot right now and I'll tell you, Rip and I are expecting this, this Suns run to go flow right into Cardinal season, baby. So uh, thank you so much for joining the One Star Recruits, guys. Absolutely. Thanks, Take care. Guys. Take care. Uh-huh. Thanks. The Kirk family, another Arizona classic. Thank you, Rip, for putting the pieces together. It was one of my top, top automatic interviews. We got our boy Nas back here on the pod. What's up, Nas? Coming live from the East Bay. How are you, man? What's up, fellas? Doing well, doing well. How's life up there for you? I know you're getting some some roof work done at the crib. You uh, you you comfortable? You living well? Rip and hey. I. Before you give me your answer too, I need to let let the podcast know. In the in the first half, we we're having a little Chris Paul elbow jump shot off. 
So you need to find yourself a, a local basketball court, by the way, to participate. We're going to put it on social. You in? If I can find a court near me, uh, my wife and I always play tennis these days. So I actually don't even know where the nearest basketball court next to me is, as sad as that might be. Ah, it's so a good I'll, exercise. I'll, it's a good I'll exercise. That. Right Thank elbow, you. 10 feet out. First take, 10 shots in a row. See how many go in. Boom. Rib's no- Rib knows it. Well, I'm glad you have tennis courts near you. I got excited again. I was perfect timing. Perfect timing. The universe directed me to the French Open Nas to uh, what I thought was going to be another Nadal clay win. Just walk us through that day and how kind of the French Open ended ended playing out. Uh, Pretty epic scenes. You had uh, Djokovic becoming the first guy to beat Nadal two times at the French Open, which is kind of become the Rafael Nadal Invitational, if you want to call it that. Just wins and dominates it year, year in and year out. So he beat Nadal, and then he went on to beat Stefano Tsitsipas in five sets uh, in the final. Um, a lot of interesting things that come out of that. So first off, the calendar slam is well and truly on for Djokovic. What that means is he has a chance to hold all four slams in the same calendar year. He also has become one of the few gentlemen to have two grand slams in the sense that he now has won each slam twice. Uh, I mean, he's, by, by the time his career is all said and done, he'll have the most majors. It's not even close. I think he's at 19 now. Yeah, we got Federer at 20, Nadal at 20, and Djokovic at 19, which is crazy because yeah. they're all still active. What a battle. Wait, wait, Nas, 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 you're the biggest tennis fan that I know. I was excited. I don't even hear the excitement in your voice. How were you? What does Nas' excitement look like? Are you standing up on your couch a little bit? Uh, are you are you yelling at the TV a little bit? I mean, that was one hell of a comeback. Tell us about that wager, too. Yeah. Yeah. So most fans are going to think that this sounds crazy. But if you actually watch the match, people are calling it. The, the, the Djokovic and Nadal match, people were calling it the greatest, you know, the third set that was 90 minutes, they're calling it the greatest set of all time, things like that. There were so many unforced errors in there that I don't know that you can call it perfect tennis by any means. I mean, oh, it's connoisseur, just, connoisseur. Well, I mean, it, look, on paper, you see, you see a guy winning 7-6, and that looks really good. Yeah. But aesthetically speaking, like, there was errors galore on there both were. sides. How about so this? How about this too? A couple like things just in the world happened. The French president Macron extended the stay in place order and everybody cheered. It was beyond tennis. It was that, an epic match. It was yeah, a night at Roland Garros, bro. That was pretty epic. It was pretty funny. It yeah, was great. Just, it was co- great. COVID, COVID implications be damned or I, I don't understand why you whatever <laughs> uh it was it was it was pretty hilarious that they did that uh i mean the crowd certainly got got their money's worth it was exciting uh, you're part of history it was it was it was great for tennis it was sure. great for tennis for sure i think um in in the in the context of that incredible and, and still i mean what you watched was was historical not many times you've seen nadal nadal is a guy that's known for kind of his intensity and just his never say die attitude and you could see that he just kind of didn't have it you know i i not many times I've seen Nadal lose six games in a row. And in the fourth set, that's exactly what happened. He broke Djokovic. Uh, he was up 2-0, and then he lost six straight games and, and lost the, the match. Rip, you mentioned kind of the, the wagers. And from a cash corner standpoint, a, a lesson to be learned 
a lot of times books will have these favorites be a pretty short number. Nadal was minus 180 going to the semifinal to win. Uh, pre-tournament, he was maybe close to even money or so. Djokovic was, you know, plus 300 or so to win. You can do a mechanical parlay at opportune moments based on who you think. If you believe, if you believe that Djokovic was going to win the French Open, then if you had parlayed him live at minus 110 when he was down two sets to none yes. against Musetti, and then you take those winnings and you roll it over to when he was down one set to nothing against Nadal. Risky. And then you parlayed that again with when Djokovic was down two sets to none. It's opportune moments. You're not going to get it every time. But if that's what you believe, then you're much better taking that than a pre-tournament outright. Gosh, and you kind of did that in the final because I texted you when the 22-year-old Greek guy, how do you say his name in the final? Stefano Tsitsipas. So when he was up two sets to nothing, I was like, oh, is this kid going to do it? And you texted right back. You said he can't get ahead of himself because once if Djokovic wins the next set, look out. And right at that moment, I think you put in a wager on Djokovic to win it. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I took Djokovic plus 250 at that time. And I also took him minus 110 to win the third set. So much of it is mental, you know, and, and if you haven't done it before, you it's a big moment. Uh, pass. I love the kid. He has exceptional talent, but he's had this habit of kind of letting the door open at times. And yeah. you know, it's, ballsy. it's ballsy, Nas, and that's tennis betting is actually quite interesting because the same reason that you say on this podcast a lot why you like tennis, it's really a it's a single human unless you're playing a doubles match, obviously. And uh, yeah, if you if you're catching if you're catching a vibe in, in the betting world, um, you know, which in that game you don't rely on a lot of other things. Um, it's very interesting. I appreciate the knowledge. I want to shift over. Same um, continent. I really enjoyed the kickoff of the Euro Championship. Naz, am I saying that right, Rip? Euro Championship? Euro Cup 2020, right? Euro Cup? Euro Cup, Euro Championship. Yeah, Euro Cup, Euro Championship. Um, I'll tell you, it, the, the kickoff was the, uh, it, the Italian team. My wife is Italian. I'm actually at my in-laws right now. Um, full Italian family. And the match was in Rome, and it was really quite spectacular. The anthems really hit. Um, I felt goosebumps. I haven't felt goosebumps in a while, kind of at sporting events. Uh, and, and, and it was really exciting. And then kind of the, 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 took an interesting turn in Copenhagen. And I'll pass it to you, Nas, with, with the Denmark team. So I had, it was a very exciting and then kind of a turn. Just walk us through uh, quickly, you know, a... Uh, a high level of what happened with the Euro Cup beginning. And then I'm curious to know who both of you guys like to win this tournament. Uh, I think you're referring to the Christian Eriksen moment. Yeah, very scary, man. Did yeah. you catch it live? Yeah, pretty, pretty fucking harrowing. Uh, he, for our listeners, for our listeners, it was in the middle of a match, probably 28 minute mark. And he, he essentially had what, what ended up being cardiac arrest um, on, on live television, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, he just he just looked a little out of it, and then he just collapsed. Uh, they immediately brought medical attention on. Um, they even used a defibrillator, and the doctor said that he was gone for like a split second, and they brought him back. Like that's wow. pretty fucking terrifying. The the craziest thing to me is that they paused the match, and then they they resumed it like a couple hours later. Uh, and I just don't know how you can be. I know that they said that the athletes 
all the players from from uh, Denmark and Finland said they want to continue the match, but I just don't know how you can possibly be in the right frame of mind to actually go out there and, and compete. Uh, and pretty soon at the, after the restart, uh, Denmark gave up a goal and, and they ended up losing that match. But yeah, it's it's nuts. At the end of the day, though, Nasrip, he's he he was okay. There was a moment in time where where nobody really knew, uh, and then he kind of came to, and that announcement was 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 made. And I think that energy will carry over into kind of the future. Rip, who's your squad? Are you going to go with 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 USA? I talked about it a little bit on the uh, Shooting Two podcast. I did a little collab on the Shooting Two, and we talked about USA's soccer or football, if you will. Uh, being back with my guy Poyochic, okay? Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, like I always do. I'm gonna go with the Arizona Coyotes. Oh wait, no, excuse, no, yeah, I'm I'm gonna pass on this one because I'm not gonna pretend to to know much about soccer. So, okay, yeah. pass it to me. Pass pass me the ball. Pass me the ball. I'm gonna take. I had so much fun watching the striker. Um, help me with his name because and it's not Luca Du, uh, Nas, but with with Belgium striker and he had a Romelu, goal. Romelu Belgium. Lukaku. Lukaku, that's my guy now. I'm, I'm rooting for Belgium. Who's your squad, Nas? I know you hate predictions. Well, I, I kind of gave it out a week ago, right? I said, uh, I said I got Portugal at 14-1 to 1 a couple of months ago. So I'm, I'm going for them. But if I get... Uh, your heart's I really, with Croatia. Your heart's with Croatia, right? My heart's, my heart's with Croatia, uh, of course. But they are not the same team. Uh, they're aging. They lost to England the other day. Uh, although we did wake up at 6 a.m. to watch, so that was cool. Cool, nice. Um, nice. When will we have a winner? When will we have a winner? Oh, we've still got a ways to go. Yeah. Because like you've got you've got the group stages and then you've got the knockouts after that. We've still got a couple weeks. It'll be an epic summer. It'll be between NBA playoffs and this Euro Cup. Uh, very exciting stuff coming your way. Don't Before forget the Olympics. It, yeah, yeah. I'll rip. I mean, I'm not that excited about the Olympics. You, should we talk about the Olympics at all, Rip? Is that what that means? Closer to it, closer to it. Closer, okay, fair enough. I don't know a lot about the Olympics right now, so we do need to talk about it a little bit. Um, let me shift over. Can we talk NBA for a quick second? We don't talk too much NBA with Nas before we cash corner it. I'm kind of intrigued. Cool, guys? A little NBA? Yeah. I'm kind of intrigued by the Portland head coaching situation. I don't know why I'm so intrigued by it. I think it's because Portland's kind of one of those places where anything can happen a little bit, but I saw some interviews come through. Uh, Chauncey Billups. Mike D'Antoni, and then my pick, Becky Hammond, who's yeah. on, on pop staff. I think Portland's a really good fit for her and to be the first ever NBA female head coach. Um, who's the right person for that job? They need to get better defensively. I think she has all the experience working under pop for so many years, and Portland's a progressive, one of the most progressive cities in the country. So if, if they're going to do it now, I think it's the right time and it's the right city. So I'd like to see it too, but if not, I think, uh, I mean, look, D'Antoni's tried a few places. We all know what it is. Lillard, Lillard and CJ will have amazing stats, but they'll more first, second round exits, I think. Uh, I think Chauncey's intriguing because he's a winner. He's a point guard like like Dame, and he's uh, he's never had a shot before. So let's see that happen, too. Yeah. Nas, Nas do you care to interject your thoughts on the uh, Portland coaching situation? It's, it's a great job. I'm more curious on what they do with their roster. Are they are they going to split up CJ and Dame? Is that you know what do you do? Well, depend on the coach. That's why the coach is so important. Maybe like you said you bring in D'Antoni, it's a killer combo. You bring in, you know, Chauncey Billups. You're probably going to want to go find somebody who plays better defense. I mean, is D'Antoni really the guy though? Like, He's a guy that'll get. I mean, Dame's already getting. They're the flying him out to Portland. That's a long flight, man. No, but I'm saying, is that really what's going to take you over the top? 
No. Like, in the playoffs, that system, it hasn't worked. Like yeah, they, been they there, couldn't, done that. yeah, like how many times have you seen that thing fail? So hey. I, I don't know. I, I'm all for younger voices, uh, got people that haven't been guys or gals that haven't been on that stage before. And I think that you've kind of seen that a little bit with with younger coaches now making adjustments that some of the older minds can't counter. Yeah. Monty Williams. Hey, I'm going to throw in a dark horse for that job, too. Nobody's even talked about it. I don't have any inside information, but there's a guy on the New Orleans bench, Casey Hill. He went through the Warriors program. I think a young guy like that with really great energy could be something different, too, that could possibly work. There's all kinds of options, and uh, I'm glad to see at least uh, them go through a diverse interview process, and we'll see what comes out out the end. Nas, let's take it back. Let's loop back into Cash Corner and make some money for some of our listeners. What do you got on tap? One thing that we didn't touch on was the women's uh, French Open champion, Barbara Krejcikova. She won as a unseated player. One star. One star, yep. Uh, her story is pretty crazy. I, I think that she was what the media tried to kind of pigeonhole her into a quote-unquote double specialist. She started playing more singles uh, and went on to win this title. She was a 200 to 1 outright to win. Damn, so, Nas, she should have been impressive. on the list. Where is she from? Uh, she is from the Czech Republic. She's Czech Republic. Amazing yeah. odds. K- kudos to her. If Am I right or wrong that she also won doubles? She did yeah. win doubles. Uh, she did yeah, pretty pretty awesome uh, week for her. Awesome <laughs> fortnight, two weeks. I nice mean, with the fortnight, Nas. Well done. Well played. Hit us with a cash corner, brother. We're, I'm ready for it. I have decided to jump on the phoenix suns bandwagon yeah I was, I was waiting for it for crying out loud rip i am not a chris paul guy but i cannot have him winning a championship and not getting something out of it i've disliked this guy for years uh so i have made two wagers i have taken the phoenix suns at plus 170 to win the west Lock. so just just to get to the finals uh, and then I've taken them to win the championship, and that was at plus 450. I probably should have taken it much earlier. And believe it or not, uh, preseason, I want to say, right after he signed with them, they were 65 to 1. So I'm getting a horrible price. Uh, and only do <laughs> it if you penny, feel. Baby. Better only late than it. never. <laughs> Welcome to the bandwagon. Get on with us. We're, you are interviewing Arizona athletes now. We are oh, introducing man. you. You're oh, going to be in Phoenix in no time eating at Ajo Al's and Ted's hot dogs like you grew up there. Uh, Look, I, I think that um, they have every possibility to win the West. I think that 170, pretty good price. Uh, and I don't trust the Clippers, does anyone? And I don't trust Utah with the injuries that are kind of piling up over there. 170 is a pretty fair price. Um, and I think that as it relates to the NBA Finals, look, that's going to be a tougher task. Uh, the Nets are looking a little gimpy, no pun intended, with uh, Kyrie's foot. Yeah, um, I said earlier in the podcast that uh, there's been a lot of combat this weekend, including the Brooklyn Nets versus the lower body of their team. So um glenn glenn davis glenn big baby davis has been going at Kyrie a little bit for stepping on the logo at boston and then now that oh bad juju uh, allegedly that same foot that he stepped on is the one that got hurt so oh I don't my know. goodness I'm we, not, need I'm big, not, Nas, we need to get i i know you're we maybe need to get big baby i know he's in your circle we maybe need to get him on the uh, on the pod 
That's a hot take, though. Let's uh, let's do my favorite part of the podcast, boys. Let's do Rex of the Week. Yeah, my rec is a little uh, high school college basketball base, and it's a website called Verbal Commits. It's verbalcommits.com. I use the website a lot uh, in terms of looking at teams' rosters, how many scholarships they have. It covers all D1 schools, all D2 schools. This is men's college basketball. Shows you the roster breakdown through freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, including all the guys they have offers out to. So I look at it a lot. It's, it's super in-depth, and it shows you the activity that they've been doing in the last few weeks and, and shows you uh, whether each guy is a scholarship player or walk-on, a redshirt, transfer, whatever. So it's like intricate, in-depth knowledge of, uh, of college basketball rosters, verbalcommits.com. I think all the college coaches are on it, but it's a great website that a guy uh, put together probably about 10, 15 years ago, and uh, he's really on top of it. Get updates all day, 24-7. Good stuff. Big testimonial. Shout out, Rip. Rip is actually on the low for our listeners, a really educated and well-versed high school basketball kind of scouter. He, so if anybody's interested, hit us on the uh, One Star Recruits handle and ask for Rip specifically. He uh, has great advice. Rip, you're great with helping kind of student athletes uh, navigate uh, getting the next step in their basketball career. So that makes perfect sense, man. Nas, what you got? Wreck of the week. The people want to know. Summertime, theaters are opening up, movies are coming back. If you have a Cinemark near you, the Cinemark Movie Pass uh, or Movie Club, I don't know. You're back in movie theaters fully, Nas. Double vaccinated and you're fully fully back in. Well, we haven't gone yet, but we did pick up our tickets to go see Black Widow on July 8th at the theater out here. Uh, And I grabbed the Movie Pass and it's, it's, you pay $9.99, I think, a month for it. I mean, you get a movie credit. Uh, for that 999 for any movie it doesn't matter if it's new or not and then you get by being a member the fees are waived to buy tickets online uh, and you can buy an additional ticket under your membership for 999 as well so my wife and i we picked up two tickets for black widow um, at around 20 bucks you also get 20 percent off concessions if you want point being is if you like movies it's a no-brainer because your credit doesn't expire it stays on the only negative you want to call it that is you have to use up all of your credits before you cancel this thing. Mm. But because it doesn't roll over, like basically what it comes down to is every other month, my wife and I will have movie. two credits. You have to commit to going. It's like the, the food service when it comes. If you get too far behind, you end up getting screwed. But not, I'm happy that you're going back to movie theaters. I too like movies. Rip, are you back? Are you back with the kids in on movies uh, now post uh, double vaccination? You know what? We did the private uh, theater rental. It was like a hundred bucks for a bunch of Ooh, neighbors. Like 20, a lot of yeah. theaters are doing that now to to fill some of the seats. And uh, yeah, it was a hundred bucks for twenty people. And we watched Minions, so like all the kids loved it. It's kind of cool to have your private theater because you don't get that too often. It's but pretty cool to have a private theater. Now, both cool options. All right, good record of the week for moviegoers. That's great and value guy. I know Rip was right. I saw you taking little notes too. Oh right yeah, good it. value, great value, Rick. Twenty percent off concessions, and Rip started writing that down. Um, my record of the week, um, I've been here with my in-laws. I'm heading out, um, uh, later this week uh, to Hawaii finally. Uh, but I've been here in the Bay area and I've been able to catch up on some, some TV time, which led me to A&E, which I've, I don't know why I've been away from it, but I'm back baby. And boy, oh boy, my record of the week is a biography series on all of our favorite WWE wrestlers from our youth. Uh, the macho man, Randy Savage, Brett, the Hitman Hart, my personal favorite, uh, the, Andre the Giant, the most amazing human ever, 
And uh, it's on A&E. They're about an hour and a half each. If you like biographies and if you like wrestling, if you grew up on this stuff like I did, um, I was so into it that I was going back and forth from the Suns game. Go trying to trying to figure out if Brett the Hitman wow. is going to be okay or not. That's, That's how this bio that I was getting in. Um, so they're pretty well done. So there it is. A&E wrestling series. If you're chilling late night, uh, maybe doing a little J or something, throw it on A&E. You'll enjoy it. Love it. Do you boys have fun with uh, our first Arizona Cardinal? Nas, come on. That's Christian Kirk, man. That's going to be he's going to he's going to be a top producing fantasy player this year. Probably the number two guy on that roster. Got to get fired up from that, man. He was cool. Uh, I think fantasy guys are probably hoping that he'll be a bit more consistent. He has games where he goes off for like 100 yards plus two touchdowns. And there's some weeks where he's like three targets, 10 yards. And it's yeah. just like. Why did I start this guy? We need, so, more digs. we need more of that digs vibe from him, you know, consistency. Just like this pod every week, CK. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. Rip, where can people get a couple of things? Um, our merch. I know, Gary, you picked up a mug and some socks. Thank you, Gary. Great note, too. Um, Rip, where can people get merch? And where can people follow this amazing Chris Paul to the right free throw jumper contest that we're going to have this week? Yeah, so if you follow us at www.onestarrecruits.com, check out the website. Uh, we got a lot of content on there, all our episodes. We got all our videos. And if you go to the store link, you can purchase up to like 30 different items of clothing. All kinds of merch op options. Uh, we've been getting uh, a handful of reviews on Apple. So if you have some time uh, after this podcast, pop over there, give us five stars in a review. It goes such, so far in the podcasting world. It's kind of like a... Um, the biggest way you can um, say that you are digging what you're listening to. Uh, I appreciate everybody. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Rip, happy Father's Day. You're a great father. You're a great podcaster. Nas, you're amazing husband. You are a you are a guru of the betting world, and I'm so excited you're on the Suns bandwagon, baby. Welcome. I will. I will add. I will add for the people that are giving us reviews and things like that. Feel free to drop us a message on Twitter or Instagram and give us a shout out on who you'd want on the pod. You know, who's a guest that you want to hear from? And we'll see if we can do it. And yeah. post your uh, post your Chris Paul 10 right elbow jumpers, 10 10 foot jumpers. Post your videos. Tag us. We'll uh, we'll retweet them and share them. Get it out there. Let's oh, get I like Chris that. Paul right. maybe, we'll send, maybe we'll send you a T-shirt. Yeah, everybody get out there and do their Chris Paul to the right jumpers and let's see how many we can make out there. That's the new shot. That's a new Steph Curry three, baby. One Star Recruits, we appreciate you. Have a great week. See you See next, you next week. week.